Welcome back to a brand new episode of Sprouting Joy. I'm your host, Alizé Robinson, and this is Sprouting Joy. Hey everyone, I know it's been a while since you've heard from me. I've been kind of silent on my page. I've just been really busy, and I've found it difficult to keep up with the things that I care about. For example, I only intended to take a week off. I ended up taking maybe like three weeks off, maybe a little more. Uh, Who knows? I haven't been keeping track, but I just want to say that I've been going through it, so to speak. It's been hard to get motivation and feel like I should keep going with the podcast, you know. I mean, everyone experiences this at some point, no matter what it is that they do, whether it's podcasts, whether it's social media work, whether it's a YouTube channel. I mean, trust me, I've been through burnout for most of them, and it's not fun. But the hard part isn't the burnout. The hard part is the getting back up afterwards and deciding that you're going to keep going even when things feel difficult. And that's kind of where I'm at right now. So this is my getting back up. I wasn't going to record an episode today. I don't even have anything planned. I literally just got a title and an idea from God. He put it on my heart. And so I decided before I go into work today, I'm just going to record it, edit it, have it ready to upload today. So here we are just working in spontaneity just as Jesus does, you know. But today, if you haven't noticed from the title, it's called Making Space for Jesus. This is something that I have been having to learn over the past few weeks. You know, sometimes we get caught up with our busy schedules and I heard this from somebody else, get caught up in our routine. We get so stuck in our routine that we feel like we can't step out from can't step away from it because if we do We don't know how to handle the change that comes with it, or we're scared of the consequences that come with breaking a routine. And so we just decide to stick to what we know, what we've been building, and we refuse to step out of that safe bubble, so to speak. And I know it's difficult. I've I've been dealing with it too. You know, wake up, do my devotional, go to work, come back, take a nap, do homework, you know, spend time with family, read, whatever, go back to sleep, do it all over again. Monday through Friday, and then go to church two times a week. I've really been stuck in that rhythm, that routine, and I've been getting tired of it. I have. I've been getting tired of it. It's been hard for me to have a creative flow going on with just sticking with, you know, the mundane every single day. And God really just spoke to me yesterday through that and was telling me, like, hey, I know that it's hard, but you're seeking to change your routine if you go out of that routine and say like do something spontaneous it's only spontaneous if you do it once or twice you know but if you do it every single day then that's going to become a routine and you're going to get tired of that so for example let me put that into context so say like you work monday through friday go to church once a week twice a week whatever it is and you're like i'm tired of this i don't like routine i want to do something different so you move halfway across the country and you're like you know what i'm starting a new life i'm gonna start brand new i'm no longer doing routine stuff okay you're doing something different every single day you're gonna get tired of it that becomes a routine too because eventually you're just going to get stuck doing the same things we're creatures of habit no matter what we do it's always going to turn into a routine of somehow because 
like I said, we're creatures of habit. We thrive off of habitual actions, habitual decisions. That's just how humans function. No matter what, even if you are spontaneous, you're going to make decisions that still have a sort of pattern to them. That is a habit. That is habitual effect. So moving along, how do we make space for Jesus and all of that? Now that I was, you know, rambling on about routine and feeling stuck in that routine. Okay. If we have a routine and we stick to it and we're like, there's not enough time in the day to do anything. I'm busy all the time. I'm barely sleeping my eight hours or whatever it is that you sleep. How do I make space for Jesus? Well, that's where the difficult part comes in. You have to be willing to sacrifice. It doesn't matter what area it is that you're sacrificing. You're going to sacrifice something. Jesus sacrificed his body. He sacrificed his life for us. And we can't sacrifice five minutes of our day, five minutes of TikTok, five minutes of sleep, five minutes of our favorite episode to have a conversation with him, to build our relationship with him. And as usual, I'm telling this to myself too. You know, this is my conviction, this is my experience, and this is why I am telling you guys because it's something that either I'm learning or I've learned or whatever the case is. So making space requires sacrifice. It it goes for everything, not just Jesus. It goes for a job, kids, school, um, friends, activities. No matter what, you're sacrificing something in order to gain something. So you have to decide is the gain worth the sacrifice so for example say you're in a relationship and you're sacrificing your time your love your mental and emotional space because you're sharing it with somebody else you're allowing somebody in you're sacrificing your trust you're sacrificing you know a lot of things it a require a relationship requires a lot of work So say, you know, you're sacrificing all these things, you're putting a lot of work and effort into this relationship, and the other person isn't putting forth the same effort, the same energy. Is the sacrifice worth the gain in that sense? I mean, personally, I would say no. I don't think anybody would want to be in a relationship where the effort is not 50-50. So what makes you think that Jesus is okay with us not giving him 50-50? He gave us 100, pretty much. He gave us everything. And all he's asking of us is just a relationship. And we can't seem to sacrifice enough in our life to be able to give that or to receive what he has given us already. So why is that? Why is that difficult to us? Why, why Why do we find it so hard? Well, I'll tell you why I find it hard. I find it hard sometimes to believe that he can even hear my prayers. I find it hard sometimes to believe that he sees me, that he hears me. Sometimes I think, why am I going to pray if I see no change? And this is a question I've been battling with recently. And I had a conversation with a good friend and I told her, I was like, hey, do you ever feel like you're just progressing so slow in your relationship with God and she said yeah I felt like that before but it's not that you're progressing slow it's that you're not seeing the fruit 
and that really stuck with me. Our conversation ended after that because we'd been talking for a while and that was just something I had built up the courage to ask her at the end of our conversation and she said it's just because you're not seeing the fruit yet. And that goes for a lot of things that we do. Sometimes we put effort and we put time and love and sweat and tears into something and you just don't see the gain yet. That's that's why we give up sometimes for you know that's why I was giving up on this podcast. I felt like I was putting so much effort into it and I just wasn't seeing the fruit. But you know what? You can't always live to see the fruit. Sometimes you have to be willing to have faith in something without seeing the results yet. And I think that's something that we can all learn. What do you think? I think that's something that that we can all resonate with. Sometimes you just have to have to have faith. You can't live to see the fruit. So my challenge to you guys today is instead of waiting for results to happen so that you can take action, how about take action, have faith, and allow God to do the rest. So, you know, we've covered why we don't, you know, why we don't make space why it's hard for us, what that looks like for some of us. So you're asking yourself now, well, how do, how do I make space? How uh, you know, you told me I can sac- you told me to sacrifice, but like what does that look like in a practical sense? So, let me let me give you some ideas. Start by reading your Bible 30 minutes in the morning, praying on your time in your car instead of maybe listening to music on your way to work or a podcast. Use that time to spend time with Jesus. And if you're really strained on time, you have a very tight schedule, well, in those in-between times on your lunch break and your car rides, just before you go to bed, right when you wake up, you know, play some worship music, just think about Jesus, spend some time with him. And if you don't want to do that, some days you want to switch it up, don't want to get stuck in the routine, then listen to a podcast, listen to an encouraging Christian podcast, something that can feed your brain and have you thinking, you know, while still learning and being proactive and doing everything else that you have to do. Like if you're doing something at home, you're cooking, you're cleaning, you're taking a shower, whatever it is, just play worship music, play a podcast, pray, you know, in those in-between times, sometimes we fail to remember that that is still valuable time to God. He doesn't always need you to drop everything that you're doing and then spend time with him. He doesn't require a level of steps before the time that you're sacrificing is valuable to him. Sometimes just closing your eyes for five minutes in the morning before you wake up and just thanking him for the day before you even look at your phone is enough. Sometimes just before you walk into work you say a little prayer and you thank him for the day that's enough sometimes just before you go to sleep and you pray that's enough reading your bible doing a devotional on your phone memorizing the verse of the day or you know giving yourself a verse every month to memorize work on really meditate on all of those things are valuable to god see he doesn't require a lot of sacrifice all he requires is just our love. That's all he asks of us. All he asks of us is our time and our love and our dedication and our faith. And those can be scary things to give away, especially when you don't see the fruit yet. But not, 
you don't always have to worry about if you're going to see the fruit or not. When you read his word and you read what he's done for others in the Bible, you see that his nature is good and his fruit is sweet. You can rely on who he says he is because of what the Bible says. The Bible is truth. The Bible is what we base our lives upon. And when you really get to know him through the Bible, you get to know that in every situation, he's always been there for his people. He never breaks a promise. He never lies. He never quits. He's always there for us and always waiting for us to run back. So if you've been holding back because you feel like, oh, you know what, I just haven't had time for him. I'm too busy for him. He doesn't, he's not going to accept what I can offer. That's not true. Allow him to work in your heart in those little moments that you have, and he will bring an abundance of love more than you could ever have imagined and I know that that can be a hard concept to grasp because trust me I'm the same way it's hard for me sometimes to understand that he can love me where I'm at but that's that's what that phrase it means he loves you where you're at you don't have to reach a certain level before you get to him It's not like a video game where sometimes you're playing a video game and you start from level zero and it's like you need to reach level 12 to unlock this character or you need to reach level 17 to unlock this feature. No, you start at level zero and God's like, that's enough. You're enough. Right where you are, you're enough. I love you. I care about you. You're perfect to me. Just let me hold you. Just have faith in me doesn't matter where you're at in your life. You could be 12 years old or you could be 30 years old when you get saved. You could be 30 or you can be 80. You can be 80 or you can be 98. You're dying breath and the last thing you ask is Jesus to forgive you and he will. He never ever forsakes us and he never leaves us. So if you've been struggling to make space for Jesus, just know you're not alone. Every Christian goes through that season, whether you see it or not. And I know sometimes you can see those around you and get discouraged because you see that they're receiving blessings and you're seeing the fruit in their lives. And it feels like just they're receiving blessing after blessing after blessing. And trust me, I was feeling that way about somebody that I knew too. I was feeling a little a little disheartened because I was like, I've been steady. I've been you know, consistent and trying to make time for you, make space for you, and how come I'm not seeing that? And then I realized, you know what? They put just as much, if not more, effort than I did, and it was their season. And a verse that kept sticking out to me was a verse that I read in the Bible, and I can't remember exactly where it's at. If it comes to me, I'll let you know, but it says... God will send rain in its season. I know sometimes the word, you know, season or being in a season can feel cliche, but it's true. Everybody goes through seasons, whether you're a Christian or not. You have up seasons, you have down seasons, you have happy seasons, joyous seasons, fruitful seasons, dry seasons, um, upsetting seasons. Like they're just stages of your life that you're encountering and coming across. And just like the seasons, they're going to change. 
they're not meant to stay forever. And so God says that in it, in its season, he will send the rain. And it's so encouraging to me because sometimes we feel like this season is never going to end or we're just going to be stuck in this drought forever, this spiritual drought. We're just going to be stuck here and we're never going to be able to escape. And that's not true. That's not what his word says. I actually found the scripture that I was telling you about. Deuteronomy eleven fourteen. It says, Then I will send rain on your land in its season, both autumn and spring rain, so that you may gather in your grain new wine and olive oil. And that doesn't just go for actual land. Not all of us are farmers. Obviously, that was written in a time where farming and agriculture was the way of life, and that's how, you know, they made their food. Obviously, they didn't have In-N-Outs. They didn't go through In-N-Out and get a burger. They had to, you know, harvest it and cook it themselves and make the whole process. Obviously, thank you, Jesus. Not all of us have to do that. But it goes for everything. His word is living. So that doesn't just mean that, you know, it's physical land and sorry, that doesn't apply to you if you're not a farmer. No, he will send rain in its season when it is right. And we will see the fruit in a fruit bearing season. Every season has a purpose. Every season has a lesson, a reason. There's something to be learned no matter what season you're in, whether it's a good season whether it's a hard season, whether it's an easy season, doesn't matter what stage you are, everything has a reason, everything is meant to be learned learned from. So if you're in a difficult season right now, just know and really meditate on and rely on that message, that verse, and whatever verse you find encouraging, and just remind yourself that no matter what, he's going to pull you through it. And even when you're busy, when you have a busy season, Jesus understands when we're busy. He doesn't condemn us for it because he understands, you know, we're doing what we have to do. We have responsibilities and we can't just drop those responsibilities, you know. You can't always just not show up to work or, you know, not go to school. Like, we're going to have these responsibilities. It's bound to happen. They're going to be seasons in our life. But during every season, you just have to sacrifice. Just sacrifice in order to receive what Jesus is trying to give you. Because it's better to sacrifice what you have and receive in abundance from Jesus, love, peace, joy, than to be greedy and hold on to everything and then see that it's not it's not forever. It's not. It's only temporary. Be holding on to temporary things and be greedy with your time and not be willing to sacrifice. And then when the time comes when you need Jesus, then you're stuck because when you were in a good season, you decided, you know what? I don't need to spend time with Jesus. I don't need to talk to him or even in a hard season. So it doesn't matter where you're at because Jesus has been through it all. He's been through it all. Maybe he didn't go to school and work full time, but he was a minister. He was he was a teacher. He spent his life teaching and he died on a cross for us. Those are things that we can never put ourselves in. He spent his whole life fleeing from sin so that he could be the perfect sacrifice. 
I'm telling you from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to sleep, I you can't even count on your hands how many times you've sinned. Even if they're not even if they're unnoticeable, undetectable to you, by nature we are sin. We are sinners. We are born with sin. So it is inevitable that we are going to sin from the moment we blink our eyes to the moment we go to sleep. And Jesus being human and being a living God didn't sin. So if you ever feel like the world is weighing down on your shoulders, just remember that Jesus too was there. He had to flee from temptation. He had to fight off the devil's attacks. He had to sacrifice time in prayer and dedicate time to the Lord while having to teach all his disciples and the people around him and constantly being badgered and um, tortured for doing the right thing so just know you're not alone jesus got you he hears you he sees you he feels you and just know that your sacrifice won't be in vain with jesus if there's any ever anything that was worth sacrificing it would be for jesus because he will never let you down and he will always give it back to you sevenfold that's what I've got for you guys today. I hope it was encouraging. I hope that this word can speak to you where you're at right now, whether you're in a happy season, a low season, whatever it is. And if you are in a difficult season right now and you need prayer, just know that you can reach out to me or somebody near you and just know that you don't have to do it alone. You never have to do life alone.